This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NoCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NoCD.com. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi-bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. What's up, happy hour listeners? I'm Becca Kufrin. And I'm Michelle Young. And we are excited to be back with you again this week, getting into the third episode of The Bachelor. I feel like we're already like flying through this season, Um, but I'm very excited to bring on our guest, Gabby, today. Yes, we're so excited. We're going to be chatting with Gabby, hear all about her journey. It was a slow start, but now she's coming in hot, talking about the Bachelor Bowl and her connection with Zach. But first, before we bring her on, Becca, I feel like I haven't seen you in a minute. How are you doing? Fill us in. I know. I feel like you have been traveling all. I'm like, I don't even know where Michelle is these days because you are (laughs) bouncing between states. Um, But I'm good. I... I've been traveling a little bit too this past week, and um, I still have more upcoming travels for some really fun stuff that we will soon be announcing. So stay tuned. Next week, we'll probably be able to talk about it a little bit more on the podcast. But yeah, some really fun things in the works. And um, yeah, I was traveling this past weekend for my wine line at some events, which was so, so fun. So yeah, life's going good. I feel like we're starting to like kind of pick up this new year and bounce around and just get going. How are you? Okay, wait, I love that. I'm so excited to now hear what you're going to be bringing up. I'll definitely <laughs> be checking back in next week with that one. Yes. But for me, things have been good. I feel like every time I hop on Bachelor Happy Hour, I'm in a different state right now coming from Arizona. So I'm going to be here uh, for some Super Bowl activities. And you said that you're going to be in the area tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. I'm also coming to Arizona. I feel like just going back to you being in a new state all the time. It's like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? That is you. I'm like, where in the country <laughs> is Michelle Young these days? But yeah, we'll oh, both yeah. be in Arizona for different fun things. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I didn't even realize. So like, you know me, I don't watch sports. So <laughs> I just found out yesterday that the Super Bowl is in Arizona. Also, the Waste Management Tournament is happening the same time. So it is going to be crazy town. And I mean, you're there early. Like, is it already starting Truly. to get like super busy there? 
Okay, so I'm right now I'm located like in Old Town, Scottsdale. So the Super Bowl tailgate, everything that's taking place is legitimately in my backyard, like 10 wow. steps to the right. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty cool. And so last night, one of my girlfriends and I were just walking around and it's like a ghost town, but with everything starting to be like set up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure in the next day or two, everything's going to start to get a little bit more lively. Mm-hmm. But it's like this calm before the storm. But it is going to be fun. Like you said, waste management's going on. So there's a lot of events going on with that. It's like Phoenix's own or Arizona's own Super Bowl within a Super Bowl. And so, ooh, it's, it's going to be a lot. Be so much. Well, but it's going to okay. be so fun. Let's get into the episode really quick before Gabby hops on. What were your overall thoughts on this week three? And like, do you have any predictions? I know I asked you this last week of like any standouts or people that you think like are going to make it through till the end. I can't even remember what I responded with or who I responded with last week because I do feel like it changes so quickly. Like there is, that's just how Bachelor World works. When you're in it and when you're watching it, one minute you can absolutely like, yeah, this is the person and then it can completely Mm -hmm. get flipped around. But I'll say that Charity, I feel like Charity is just so genuine. I feel like she's going to make it so far. She's like my number one right now. Mm -hmm. She's who I want. Mm -hmm. to make it to the end but if she doesn't end up with zach or if it's not the right if it's not the right fit that's my pick bachelorette i'm calling it now yeah and i'm not calling it in the sense of like i'm predicting it no she needs to be the bachelorette like i'm nominating her (laughs) yes i stand by that i really enjoy her and on and this week when i was so happy she got that group date rose but then when christina kind of stole that moment i was like nobody makes my baby cry i was i had like this like guard dog like mama bear mentality for her where i was like that is not okay and so um yeah i agree though i she's really standing out to me i'm trying to think of who else right now i mean like just going okay. off of dates i think he's very into katie i think that they are both Correct. like fair they have like a very similar mentality and like way of uh doing life it seems or like approaching conversations like they're very both like even keeled like very uh chill kind of calm like very similar demeanors right in a genuine way yeah, Katie, I think just, like, Katie seems, like, chill and fun. And, like, honestly, so sweet. like, just as a viewer, I feel like if Katie and Zach were to meet out at a bar away from this television show, they would actually hit it off and, like, be interested in one another and want to pursue one another. It just seems like that kind of fit. 100%. Um, okay, I have to jump back and ask you this question. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the episode, there was this quick overnight. Yes. What were what was it? What were your thoughts when you were watching that? Because when I was watching this, I was like, if I was on the date, it'd be like, that's amazing. But then back home, what a way to just totally get a massive mind fuck already so early in the process. <laughs> I would have been pissed. I like, will say, God. I would have died for that date at the museum. Oh, I yeah. would have loved it. Do you? Did you? <laughs> Throwback to old school books and movies. Did you ever watch or read uh, the Night at the I think Museum? It was like, no, like the mix-up files of Basley Frankweiler. I have no idea what that is. I've never heard of that. 
<laughs> oh, wait, was it the mixed up file? Something Basley Frankweiler. Okay, if please DM me if you know what I'm talking about. It was a book. They made it into a movie. It's basically about this brother and sister who run away from home. They go and live in this museum for a while. They like sleep in Marie Antoinette's bed and they like have to bathe in the fountains that are there. Oh my, it was like one of my favorites. My sister and I would go to the library and rent it all the time. But that is what I'm picturing when they had this date. I was like, this is my childhood dream. I would have loved this date. Yeah. And honestly, like the sleepover part, here's what I'm thinking. And maybe it's just because I know like the ins and the outs. They probably got 37 minutes of sleep. Like they probably filmed for so long. Production was probably like, okay, take a little nap and we got to get back to the house at like 8 a.m. Like they probably do you actually, think they actually got any. But like, right. Because but like in fantasy, fantasy suites, like you really don't sleep that much. What right. I'm curious about, though, is like. Do you think they actually got any off-camera time together like you do in Fantasy Suites? I'm sure they got a little bit. I'm sure they did just because, like, let's be honest, like, their crew needs to sleep and take breaks, too. Right. So I really don't think, like, I don't, and I don't think it was, like, long. And I'm sure there's people, like, kind of around still outside of the tent. But yeah. I don't Sounds think. so creepy. <laughs> I don't think they were, like, somebody was in their tent with them the entire time. But, yeah. Um, Okay, but I also want to ask you about one more thing, too. So you mentioned problematic behavior. So we need to just bring up this really quick before Gabby hops on. But the whole Christina situation between not only Brianna, but some of the other girls. um, We see, like, little comments throughout the episode, like, little digs, little... I think just moments that she gets under people's skin. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on that? And were you surprised that Zach actually ended up sending her home when he did and like didn't just keep her around another week to see what would happen? Yeah, I honestly, I mean, you and I have kind of t- spoken about how we thought, yeah, or we thought Christina was just, you know, like going to be this. She's funny. She's, she's the one talking about all these things with uh, the off camera, like, shots or not off camera but she's she's the one that was in the bloopers or just like the little after conversations once the credits roll right like Mm -hmm. that's where we really saw a lot of personality but i will say that after this last episode it very much comes off as like read the room like let's be considerate about other people's feelings Uh and so it's already uncomfortable you have to talk about different details of the date like that's how the show works it's really awkward as it is and a lot of times i can see that there's almost oversharing where it's you you can answer a question but you also don't have to continuously bring your like relationship to the forefront and wave it around in everybody's face and that's what at this point i felt like was being done mm-hmm. and so for me, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't like that. It's mm-hmm. it's it gets old. It's uncomfortable. Um, and even that whole situation where Charity got this group date rose and then the whole moment was completely just wiped, wiped out, you know, where mm-hmm. she expected everybody's support when she came home from meeting Zach's family on the one on one. And she the girls supported her and listened to her. And for her to then take, take someone away. out after they get a group date rose, it's like. You can't ask people to support you and then you come and pull this moment away mm-hmm. from somebody else. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like it. I didn't. Yeah. That's not how I roll. So I, yeah. I was happy to see that Zach sent her home. But I also will say that Zach really is eliminating anybody who's problematic or mm-hmm. if he really doesn't see a future, he seems to have a strong gut reading 
Yeah. And and I, to let him go pretty early on, which is, yeah. he's decisive. I will say, like, I actually appreciated that because mm-hmm. I was like, we don't need to keep her around. It, especially if, like, you know, she's, it's not just a one-time instance. It's not just with one person. It's with multiple. I... I totally respect that decision. And also, like, I think the thing that really rubbed me the wrong way was the whole charity situation where she's like, that's weird. I don't understand it. I wanted to go through the screen. Like, it's not for you to understand. Like, this is Zach's journey. He's the one here trying to find somebody. And if he she's not seen these other conversations with other women. So you don't have Mm -hmm. to understand it, but you don't have to take away and shine such a negative light to somebody else. Like let that girl have this moment. Like it's very fleeting in this bachelor world because so many other group dates come out and it's just, Mm -hmm. there's so much transition that I was like, let, let her just appreciate it and just close your mouth. At some points, like things are funny and it's okay to be loud and boisterous, but there are also times we're just, like you said, read the room, take a step back and just, but, um, you know, actually I, that's why I'm excited to bring Gabby on because she, lived with everyone she witnessed all of this so I do want to just pick her brain and see kind of like not that there was size but just kind of see like her take on things and if it did seem as heightened as it was like during that pool party so I think with that we should just bring Gabby on right now absolutely Well, welcome, Gabby, to Happy Hour. Obviously, this is your first time hopping on here. Have you done any other podcasts before? I've never done a podcast, so thank you for having Yay. me. I apologize if I have any nervous shitters, but I'm oh, super excited. Don't be nervous. Not. And it's for girl those chat. It's totally girl chat, but for those who are listening and can't see this right now, Gabby is in the middle of her work day, and she's in her office, correct? I love this, though. Yep. I love a focused queen. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep, the the grind doesn't stop. So here we are. <laughs> she, she came in hot, professional with the blazer. We love a good blazer oh, yeah. look. Um, it sure does. <laughs> so that. just to start, Gabby, catch us up on how you're doing. How has it been watching yourself back on TV? I'm sure it's kind of weird and unsettling at times. Yeah, it's um, it's been kind of funny um because I remember how I felt like and y'all can relate to this like how you feel in the moment versus watching it on tv all back you like it's totally different um but it's kind of funny I I've been watching with my close friends and they just kind of chuckle at me and they're like yeah you're being so yourself and I'm like well that's (laughs) that's all you can be so Mm -hmm. I mean it's been really positive at least for me and my experience so far so it's been it's been weird but exciting Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the best things, though, is a lot of people get negative reactions, like internal negative reactions watching it back because the camera can kind of be or the show can kind of be a mirror sometimes. And if you lose your way while you're there and you're not yourself, then you when you're watching it back, you're like almost not necessarily cringing. Right. But you're like uncomfortable. Whereas I love the hearing that your friends and just like the people around you and you yourself are like, OK, I'm totally I was totally 100 percent myself. Yeah, I, I didn't want to have any regrets and, you know, it it felt weird at first and it took me a long time to like, not a long time, a long time in Bachelor World to get mm-hmm. used to um, the cameras being around and I think that you can really see that and I know like it's kind of like people are joking on the internet like Gabby had a comeback um, in the last episode, but <laughs> it it took an adjustment for me to like be okay with the cameras there and like I was still being myself but it was a lot of stimulation and it was a lot 
to handle and to process and to like regulate all my emotions. It was a learning curve in a really weird way, but I feel like every side that people saw, people are like, probably like Gabby's all over the place. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, but it was all me. So, <laughs> but it's you know, real. It. Yeah. And, and like, I, I'm, I can understand the cameras and just like the crew being around because it's a lot of people. And like, it, it's not until you step out of the limo that night one where you're like, holy shit, like, I did not know what I was signing up for. But not only that, like, also living with, 20 30 girls is a lot too so many different personalities it's hard at times like especially right away to even speak and like feel like you have a moment when there's so much going on so I'm sure that had a play in it too where there's just like so many people so many personalities and of course like trying to find fight for the same guy um so I want to know though like getting on to Zach's season were you a fan of the show before how did you get cast like what was that process for you yeah so before I went on the show um I actually had gone through a pretty bad breakup I dated this guy for a few years um and it was just it wasn't the most healthy relationship um and so the breakup was really hard on me um I felt like I had invested a lot of my time and effort and energy into it and coming out of it, I was heartbroken and my friends saw me like that and they were like, Gabby, you have so much to give. So they all nominated me um, to go on the show. They're like, you'll be perfect for this. You have to like, just at least try. And I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, but I spent a lot of time investing in therapy and investing in myself and healing and obviously a healing journey. It's not, you know, all of a sudden you're healed, but I knew what I wanted and I was able to really discover that through therapy of like, what did worthwhile love look like to me? And obviously trying to find it my, myself didn't really work out. Um, and so I, I went on the show. I didn't, I'd watched a few seasons, but I didn't, I'm not like a diehard bachelor fan, but my sister loved The Bachelor. She always would watch with my grandma, which is really funny. So she was um, very supportive of me going on the show. And she was like, Gabby, you just, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I was definitely nervous because I had been so heartbroken. But, you know, like you, you can't just stop trying in life. Um, so I put myself out there. Couldn't believe it when I got the call. Like, hey, we want you to be on the show. I was like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. But I'm so so grateful that I that I went through with it Mm -hmm. well we're incredibly happy that you also said yes because then we can get to watch you on our screens every week so (laughs) you get here you get to the bachelor mansion it's night one taking it from the top you exit the limo and you hand Zach maple syrup Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) I, um, I saw this going differently in my head. Um, <laughs> first, bring it, first, okay, wait, take us from the, what, what, how did you want it to go? Or how did you see it in your head first? Well, I consider myself kind of like Buddy the Elf. If you guys have seen that movie, I would assume. Um, yes. and you know, syrup is one of the four main food groups. Um, and as a Vermonter, like my favorite thing to do is like, sh- take my friends who visit me to like, maple syrup farm and have them try all the syrups and like as a child growing up going to the maple syrup farm and tasting the syrups was like my favorite thing to do and um I just felt like it was like a piece of home with me 
And it's so sweet and delicious. I was not <laughs> expecting him to not like it, but I thought he was going to throw up. Honestly, I was, um, I think you can hear me say like, I didn't like that face. Um, he did not like it. So well, does he not like pancakes or waffles? Like, does he eat them plain? Cause I'm thinking like, like mo- syrup's not that like not polarizing of a thing to drink. Like if we're talking about like taking shots of something, you'd think That's that would be I'm the saying. most I'm like, tolerable. I'm like, I didn't give you alcohol. Like, I feel like this is like the win here. Um, but no, <laughs> the preference, I guess, for people who aren't from, you know, Canada or Vermont, it's fake maple syrup. So, yeah, that was really disappointing. Oh, mm. so, okay. Wow. Well, so do you feel like you should have brought something for him to put the syrup on? <laughs> like your lips. Yeah, no, I should have just put it all over me and been like, here. Here you go. Look it off here. How do you like it now? Okay, so this man tries the syrup. He doesn't like it. You're not really sure how it goes. You get into the the whole night one, and you didn't get to talk to him. Were you like, holy shit, I'm going home because of maple syrup? Or what, like... Honestly, What's I thought the head? maple syrup maybe was what might save me because I was like, well, he didn't like it, but he probably remembers it. So mm-hmm. at least we have that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to talk to him, but I wasn't the only one who didn't get to talk to him. And, you know, we had a fluid conversation when I first got out of the limo and I was like, you know what? That was really easy we spent like two minutes standing there talking to one another. And I was like, you know, some of these girls are only getting two minutes. So maybe it's not the end of the world. Maybe it's enough to keep you around. Um, But it was definitely scary. But I think you get to some point in the night and you're like, it's so, you know, it's so late and I'm so tired. And I remember I wore my shoes all night long and they Mm -hmm. were aggressively tall, like probably like six or so inches. Holy um, crap terrible idea um not smart on my part um but I wore them all (laughs) night just in case I would get a chance to talk to him didn't happen um yeah it was it was stressful but I just kind of remained hopeful like well maybe he'll remember me from the maple syrup (laughs) Mm -hmm. shit who needs an energy drink I you got the sugar screw screw (laughs) celsius we got maple syrup okay so how did you feel then standing at that rose ceremony, obviously not being able to chat with him besides that very first interaction? He does call your name. You do get a rose. What was that feeling like? Wow. Um, as you guys probably saw, my reaction was like, oh, like wasn't expecting that. And then I walked over and um, yeah, I actually tried to grab the rose from him. Um, and that's yeah. And then I was like, obviously, of course. Um, so I was surprised. I was surprised, but like really eager and really excited. Um, but it it was, I knew I was with like, as the names were getting called, there was other girls who hadn't talked to him yet. So I was hopeful. I was like, okay, like trying to do the math in my head. I was like, okay, we have this many roses, this many girls haven't spoken to him. Okay. Now two girls have been called who haven't spoken to him. Does that leave? How many girls? I was like doing math in my head that mm-hmm. didn't make any sense at all. Um, but I was, I was pleasantly surprised when he called my name. Yeah. It was a key oh, moment. I, I liked your reaction. <laughs> it was so just genuine. I was, it was. Oh, I like her. It really was. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. definitely a, oh. 
let's quickly talk about last week because you become one of the standouts for sure. You you have this one-on-one time with Zach. It was so sweet. And you seemed like you were nervous and because you were worried that it was coming off as like the Gabby show. But can you tell us a little bit more of like that first one-on-one convo with Zach? Yeah. Um, it was a lot. Um, I think, you know, being the second group date, you have that anticipation where you're kind of waiting around. You're hearing like, okay, I've heard about the one-on-one. I've heard about the group date. We have two Rosens given out. um, And now it's finally our time to go on our date with him. But it felt like I was so behind everyone else at that moment because he had already had all these other conversations, right? That's like 13, 14 women he's had one-on-one conversations with. And so I was like, I... I don't know if I can catch up like they had the first night. Now they've had these dates. Um, And so I got a little bit in my head, to be honest with you. And I, I think the environment, like I said earlier, it's very overstimulating. And I, I have ADHD, um, which I'm totally comfortable talking about. And I, you know, I'm very aware of it but there's a lot of emotional regulation that you have to like work on. And that's something I've been working on for years. But when you're in an environment that's so overstimulating, it can be really difficult to find that regulation of your emotions. And so for me, you know, finally getting the opportunity to sit down and talk to him, it's late, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of comparison you're doing. There's a lot of sensitivities you're feeling. And then there's on top of that, there's the distractions of the environment just in itself. And so, you know, I had all these things I wanted to probably talk to him about and I came up with nicknames. Um, Don't know where that came from. I do love (laughs) nicknames and I give everyone nicknames. Um, But that's probably like more, it gives some context to the roller coaster that people saw of like my emotions and then Mm -hmm. the emotions that came after that conversation of the like sensitivity um because emotions hit you really hard and really fast when you're ADHD and so a lot of people maybe don't understand that or know that Mm -hmm. um but I'm I'm comfortable talking about that but I think it does help people understand like okay how did you do a 180 when you talked to him before the rose ceremony because I figured out okay what do you need to do to regulate your emotions in this kind of environment? And I'm so grateful that I, I have had the tools and the therapy and the psychiatrist to teach me those tools to be able to do that. But it was a lot in the beginning. So that's a very long winded answer for you all. But um, no, it, that's that's how I was feeling. Yeah, it made it made a lot of sense. I actually really appreciate you to explaining that and just being vulnerable to share that side of things, because I think that's a perspective that a lot of people who aren't dealing with, you know, anything or dealing with similar similar things might not think about. And you add the learning curve of just like you said, the cameras, the lack of sleep, um, mm-hmm. just all the commotion that's going on. It, it would that adds a whole different layer. Yeah, but you did land on Zachy Poo, and I feel like it's stuck. <laughs> correct? I liked yeah, it. Yeah, Zachy. Poo. I like it too. I think it's cute. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't seem like he really liked it, and I was like, "Come on, man! Like this gives you some edge. Like it's cute. It's sweet. It's endearing." Um, okay, so I want to then go into you. Just you know, like obviously, it was kind of a roller coaster that first conversation, and I'm sure also too, like 
hearing how other conversations with the woman went, like hearing if he kissed them or not plays a huge role into that and kind of like the comparison of like, okay, I feel behind already. Maybe I'm getting more behind. But you did turn it around because the next night at that cocktail party, you, I loved this, the peanut butter cups was so cute. (laughs) A little lady in the tramp style move. Um, How did you feel when you finally had like the real conversation with him and then you got that kiss? What was that like? It was so reassuring and like I was like finally like I can take a deep breath like finally I feel like that was a normal conversation that wasn't forced it wasn't like awkward it it wasn't intimidating it just felt like finally and I could like take that deep breath um you know I think leading up to that I kind of got to a point where I was like you know you just need to like relax take a deep breath and like try to just focus on this one thing. And that's what I did. And it just felt very, finally felt like natural um, and not as distracted. Give us the deets. I need to know, is Zach a good kisser, a decent kisser, a meh? Like, I really want to know. Like, genuinely. Yes, be honest. You won't get in trouble if you tell us the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our kiss was a little bit peanut buttery, um, which was, I mean, it's an acquired taste that I love. Um, I would say that's a bonus. (laughs) I think so, too. I was like, yeah, a little peanut butter, a little chocolate. I love it. Um, no, I thought we had a good kiss, like rating it on the scale of first kisses. Um, it was long anticipated. I was, I don't think I've ever been that nervous for a first kiss in my whole life. Um, but I thought it was pretty good. What I will say about Zach is I think his kissing style is very accommodating to the other person. That's a compliment. That's a huge compliment. I think he catches a vibe. Because I was oh. obviously you guys saw us talking about, you know, do you use tongue? Do you not use tongue? Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's good at like reading the room or reading the, the mouth. Lips. Like yeah. the kissing um, and what's going on. Yes. I think he, he knows how to catch a vibe. That's a that's a good we, skill we, to have. We like an accommodating man. I like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do. He adapts. Okay, so <laughs> this week you played in like a long standing bachelor tradition, the Bachelor Bowl. And when you pulled up to the field, what were your first thoughts with what was happening? What was going to be expected on the date? Um, well, I was very nervous. I knew it was football. <laughs> I, I knew the second we got that date card. I was like, there's too many girls on here for it to not be the Bachelor Bowl. Was it, was it mm-hmm. like, are, were you excited about that? Or you're like, oh, crap. Are um, you athletic? Like, do you consider yourself athletic? Um, does that face say it all? Um, <laughs> okay. So I would say I work out and I am athletic, but I'm not aggressive. Mm-hmm. So for me, the idea of like being aggressive and like tackling someone is not like, let's say we're doing like a, like a, a race or like an obstacle course. Hell yeah. I'm in there like swimwear, like I will dominate, but the idea of tackling people and then being tackled, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was not ready for it. Well, Trust and there me. was uh, there was extra stakes because 
he told you whatever team wins gets to go to the cocktail party. Whoever loses has to go home. Sayonara. So like, did that change your mindset going in? And I'm sure it did in some capacity, but like when you heard that, what was going through your head? Oh yeah. I was like, Oh, perfect. Like another missed opportunity to like progress my relationship with Zach. Like no way. There's absolutely no way. Well, there was a way. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I was stressed. I was angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? Like now another after party that I might not attend so that we can get even more behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was like a lot. It's, That's a lot yeah. of emotion. Okay. So were you confident with like your team? Like who was on, remind us who was on your team? Well, um, we had me, Davia, Jen, um, Greer, Anastasia, and who am I missing? Oh, um, Brianna. I think that was it. Okay. Quite sure. Who did you think was going to be like the, if you were to choose like a captain of your the yellow team, who would it have been? Or like who Jen. was like... Jen was okay. our MVP all the way. She is very athletic. She knows football. So she was like, and I think, see, we didn't have any workout girlies on our season, I guess, besides Christina did CrossFit. And then Jen was very athletic. And then I somehow got looped in as like one of those workout girlies. I was like, I work out, but like, I'm not, I'm not a football girl. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think Jen really thought that I was going to help her a lot with knowing football, but she was telling (laughs) us all these plays. And I was like, that sounds awesome. Not sure what you're saying. You're speaking a different language. And you can see, like, you'll see it's very obvious I do not know football Um, because (laughs) in the beginning of the game I remember I didn't know that you were supposed to like touch the ball I thought you were not supposed to touch the ball wait what do you mean like not touch the ball came up with that somewhere so I ran away from the ball I literally would be you I feel like during this group date, I would be the same way. I'd be like, I'm just going to go stand over here. I'm going to fake an injury so I can hang out with Zachy Poo. Um, and just you would be clear- the one to fake an, you'd be the one to fake an, um, an no, injury. Becca? No, I'd actually probably stay in the game and I, I would, it would take me a little bit to get like acclimated into it, but I'd probably then be like, I'm going to fucking hit on everyone. Get my aggression out. But, um, so, yeah, okay, I just want to clarify for everyone because I was like, who is Jen? Like, I don't remember a Jen. Genevieve is who you're talking about, who's on your team. And she Genevieve. did stand out. Like, watching the episode, Sorry. she did very, very well. So just for the listeners who's it. like, if you're like me and I'm like, I don't know who Jen is, it's Genevieve. Um, okay, Gabby, I also relate to you in this scenario about the pee in the pants, okay? And I'm not <laughs> sure if you were embarrassed about that or not, but when I was watching you, I'm like, we have all been there. If you have not peed your pants a little bit at some point, whether it's playing a game, whether it's like when you're dancing, like you're lying if you haven't peed your pants a little bit. So honestly, I don't think yeah. you should be embarrassed at, embarrassed at all about it. Um, did you think that that part was going to be shown? Like, yeah. I, you know, we're always mic'd up, but there's like some things that you don't think like will ever air. Did you think that they would show that? Um, I was I was quite confident that that would be shown. Um, <laughs> okay. Just because I went into the day and I was like, yeah, like I'm going to put my body on the line and I'm going to crush this. Like, I'm going to get aggressive if I have to. Like, I'm just going to come out of my shell and be, you know, a football player for the day. Well, you know, there was other plans for me. Um, that... <laughs> 
that blunt force that pulled me down, it was so hard. And I was also nervous. Like you, you think like, okay, I'm, I'm staying hydrated because we're in the California sun. Then I've got these nerves and jitters because the boy I like is watching me try to catch a football, run across the field. Like there's a lot going on. <laughs> the nerves were yeah. giving me the nervous mm-hmm. peas in itself. And then you throw me to the ground. Yeah, it was bad, but have no fear. I've consulted my doctor. <laughs> we are good. Everything is good. We're working on it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, I'm recovering. It, it's I, either going to happen now or when you have kids. And on, honestly, point. you might, your team might not have won, but you definitely won the relatable card. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cheers, cheers to you for that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad that they showed it because I feel like every episode we get like clips of like realness. And, you know, I feel like there's things that people don't always want to talk about. And so I'm so glad that, that was it was the yeah. highlight reel. It was 100 percent the highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was I think it's funny. I mean, I couldn't help it. I mean, it was honestly like a little bit alarming to me. Initially, I was like, oh, my God, Frank, I just see a little bit. That was hard. <laughs> yeah so i got tackled twice like really hard and that was one of them and that did occur Mm -hmm. so i mean you guys really did give it your best effort though but unfortunately the yellow team fell short that day how disappointing was it that you would not be able to go to this after party it was very disappointing not only like emotionally but like physically i was drained and hurting like i hyperextended my knee and i was like I was like, oh, this hurts. And anyone, this sounds silly, but anyone who has dipped nails will understand this. I had three of them ripped off mm. and my fingers were like throbbing um, mm-hmm. from that. I just also peed my pants. So like there were so many emotions I was feeling. And then you don't get to talk to the guy who you just put it all out there for. Um, but I think he saw our effort. So I at least left like knowing like, okay, you put it all out there. You tried your best. Like, there's only so much you can do. But it was super disappointing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The end. The end to an already rough day date. It's hopefully you guys just were able to get home, shower, drink a lot of wine, so you couldn't feel the pain as much. Um, but okay. So that night, you know, half of you went home, half still went to the date, and um, it was in the middle of that cocktail party well not cocktail party but like that evening portion um that you guys saw bailey's suitcase being wheeled out of the mansion did you expect that like did you think that they had a stronger connection and were you very surprised in that moment i was very surprised um by bailey leaving i mean when we were so actually what happened like the way i found out is i I got up really early that next morning and somebody else was up super early before the other girls. And it was almost like word of mouth. Like somebody told me, so I didn't know all of the details, but I heard about it and I was just like initially so shocked. And I think that's just because she, I mean, she's so cool and so beautiful. And like, it seemed like they had a great connection and from everything you hear and that's every girl, right. Talking about their relationship with someone else or with Zach, you know, they're explaining in, you're hearing the highlights of it, right? You're not necessarily hearing all of the like negatives or, you know, the parts where it's like not going super awesome. So I probably didn't know all of the details or the nuances of how their conversations were going, but from an outsider's perspective, 
I was absolutely shocked to, to see her go and really mm-hmm. sad because she was, you know, so fun. It's sad to see any girl go. And yeah. so you lose a friend and then you're also like, Wait, what happened? Mm-hmm. So it's who, so many emotions. Who were you really close with in the house? Like either night one throughout and like even now, who would you say you're like your best friends from the show are? I think we were so lucky with our group of girls. The girls are all so cool, so nice. Um, and I'm friends with everyone pretty much. I would consider myself friends with everyone. I think initially I really clicked with Jess and Katie, um, and Ariel. Those are two of, or two or three of the girls that I felt like, oh, I really, I really get these girls and they really get me. And we, it felt like I had known them for a really long time, but Mm -hmm. overall, all of the girls are just great. Mm Mm-hmm. We do like the camaraderie we're seeing this this season. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It seems like you guys have each other's back for sure. Yeah. It was like, I was so scared because I watched um, Clayton season before um, to get outfit inspiration of all things. And I was (laughs) like, oh my God, am I about to get like bullied, like crazy bullied on the show? I was super scared, but no, we didn't. It wasn't like that. The girls were Mm -hmm. so great. So it seems like, okay, let's get into this pool party and some, not even like major, major drama, but like there was a situation between, uh, not Crystal, Christina and, you know, Brianna, Brianna and some of the other women, just from your standpoint, since you lived with everyone, can you just speak a little bit about that whole scenario? Like, did you witness Christina like ever being too much like too open about her relationship with Zach and like kind of putting anyone else down? Yeah, I think for me, I was so hyper fixed on like my relationship with Zach um, and probably a little bit in my own world of, you know, I need to figure out like how I'm going to progress my relationship. I was a little bit focused on that. Um, but obviously like, these things happen and you have to be aware of them because it's all around you. So when everything happened, that pool party, it was very disappointing because we were were having such a fun day. Um, And I think that, you know, people do have personalities and not everyone is going to click. Like you put 30 women together. There's no way everyone clicks with one another and personalities and, you know, the way people speak are, it's going to clash and that's just human nature. So it was unfortunate because I think it really took away from the fun of like the date and the day we were all having together. But I think that it's necessary, you know, if you're feeling a certain way to feel safe with your partner, to go and have those conversations. And I think we are all adults. So having those conversations with other adults that is important. Like, how can you, you know, it's only your problem unless you make it someone else's. And so I think that those conversations needed to happen, but it was definitely a little bit disappointing. Um, Mm -hmm. But people have personalities and not everyone will mesh. So throughout that day, when things started to get more tense and, you know, Brianna, like take it, take it to the moment, like Brianna just left 
and all of the women are sitting together. You know, you're all hanging out. Zach comes in and he basically addresses the situation of like why she went home and that there he mentions there's somebody in the mansion that's kind of rubbing some like multiple, not just Brianna, but multiple women the wrong way and making comments and just kind of putting them down and making them feel uncomfortable. It seemed and this and this just could be like kind of what was shown but like as a viewer it seemed like when you're all together and Christina sitting there it like it didn't really seem like she was aware that it would have been directed towards her you know obviously right after that he pulled her aside to have a conversation but at any point like were you aware that she was the one making some people feel uncomfortable and that she would be the one that he would pull or like what was going through your mind were you like oh it might be somebody else it could be her like where was your head at so I do remember in that moment, you know, it wasn't clear if it was like one person or multiple people. And that was like giving me some confusion. Um, But I also remember, you know, the girls saying we and I tried to remain Switzerland. I'm just going to say that. Like I tried to stay out of the drama, but like obviously you hear things and you hear people talking. You're living in a house together. Mm -hmm. Um, But I knew that there had been something at the, the date, like the cocktail party where I wasn't because it was after the football game and we had lost. Mm -hmm. And I know that there was some like tensions from that. And, but I didn't know like all the context, all the details. And honestly, like, like I said, like I was focused on my relationship with Zach. So not the time or place where I was like, you know what, I'm about to get myself all into this drama and like what's going on. So I tried to like take a step back and Mm -hmm. let everyone figure it out as adults and have conversations that needed to be had, but stay out of it. So I knew that there was already tension though, between Mm -hmm. maybe more than one person, but I didn't know how it was all going to unfold. Would you say that you were busy daydreaming about spreading sunscreen over Zach at the beginning (laughs) of the pool party? For sure. How did you luck out with that? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, Yeah. tell us about that. (laughs) Well, guys, you've got to jump at your opportunities. You jumped and I loved it. I to have a few few and far between of them in the beginning. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, no, I saw that sunscreen. He said, I'm gonna get a sunburn I said well let me help you with that mm-hmm. um you know gotta protect my man and then the sunscreen so, just magically appears in your hand yeah it was <laughs> right on the table well, I was yeah. like oh perfect right here let me just put this all over you I did put a little bit too much I think he was like yeah can you chill it's okay an extra um, rub down I, I would do the same I was yeah. gonna say you're gonna have to spend more time letting it soak in you know I would have yeah no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have rubbed sunscreen on Zach, but I would say that if the person who I was going after just dumped the whole bottle. Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna put as much on there so I can just keep touching you. Yeah. Um, no, it was a great opportunity. You stole it, and I I love to see it. Um, okay, before we get into the next part of this interview, I mean, it was a wild week in Bachelor Mansion. We saw a couple girls go home, like not even at the rose ceremony. There was only Christina who went home at the rose ceremony. Um, so fast forward to like the rest of the season without giving too much away. Can you tease anything fun of what's to come? Like what we can expect? Um, hmm, that's tough. Not teasing too much. I think <laughs> that there this season, like you will see a lot of love and you'll see a lot of emotions 
and probably some of the most genuine people like you'll get to know some of the most genuine people that I've ever met. Um, and I do think that there is a lot of love between the girls with Zach. And I think it's like a really unique, it's a unique season from what I've seen of the other seasons. Um, I think this is a special season. Oh, ooh, special season. I like it. I'll take mm, it. Very much so. Well, Gabby, we've enjoyed chatting with you so much today. And before we let you go, we're going to play a quick round of something called Rapid Fire. So we're going to give you okay. questions just to get to know you a little bit more. Emphasis on the word rapid so you don't have to give an explanation, just your answer. And Becca and I will swap back and forth asking you questions. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Are you an early riser or a night owl? Oh my God. Depends on the day. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll take it. What is the best dating advice you've ever received? You can't change people. Preach. What is your go-to pizza order? I'm really boring. Um, I just like cheese. <laughs> can't go wrong. Okay. What is one word that your best friends would use to describe you? Quirky. Okay. What is your favorite curse word? You can say it too. You can say it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets caught up on this one. <laughs> I have some weird words I say like that aren't cuss words that are cuss words. And then I also use cuss words. Um, I probably say I, I drop the F-bomb a lot, which is pretty bad. I need to work on that. And then your, your, your quirky it's therapeutic. Word. Um, I say, oh my God, there's so many things I say, like I say fudge a lot, but that's not <laughs> one of the weird ones, but like, I'm trying to, y'all, it's hard to be on the spot. My I know. See, that's a weird thing I say. My Lanta, nothing to shake a stick at in their like <laughs> swimwear, Menti B. I'm telling you guys, the nicknames the for phrases. just about everything. It's Nothing to shake a stick at. I'm going to start saying that now. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What is the most played song or artist in your library? I love Drake. Like, I love Drake so much. Um, yes. So anything go. Drake. Okay. okay. What is your favorite cocktail? Um, depends, like, who I'm trying to embody that night. If I'm trying to be, like frisky or if I'm trying to be feisty um my go-to would probably be like any kind of like gin cocktail I love a gin tonic mm. yes that's yeah. my favorite and does that does love. that cue the the feisty or does that what what version do we get with gin that's like my fun side okay 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 love it if you could be any animal what would you be um I would be a dolphin I could see that actually just like friendly so okay, and friendly who yeah. sees a dolphin and they're like i hate that creature somebody nobody. without a soul nobody <laughs> what is the current screensaver on your phone mine is me playing with my dad as a little kid and i'm Aww. blowing him a kiss on um his lap like this oh We're, that's like, precious that's, adorable. Yeah. that's so and that love. your little beanie oh my gosh yeah. i love that i know Okay, so that's cute. that is. I have to say, one of the best screensavers we've seen. That's of, cute. Of that's cute. The late. Um, okay, if you could visit one place in the world, where would you go? 
Um, I'd love to go to like Bora Bora. Ooh. Man, just seems beautiful. really sexy. Man, just seems that. really sexy. Yeah, I, I couldn't be mad at that. And you kind of briefly described this a little bit, but if you had to choose a different word, if you're describing the season of The Bachelor in one word or phrase, what would it be? This sounds like cliche, but love. Okay. Love. Love that. We love love. Um, love, love. Well, we are excited to see more of you. Okay, so Gabby, before we let you go, we always do a couple fun last housekeeping things. Um, so we always start with our resource, which is just helping keep our listeners informed around timely topics, especially in regards to race in this country, in this franchise. And so I'll kick it off and then I'll let Michelle take the lead and share her, her resource. And then we'll have you follow up with yours. And then we'll get into like the last fun Rose and Thorn part. Um, but to start for this week, my resource is an Instagram account. Um, the account is, her name is Dara Star Tucker. And Basically, her entire Instagram page features videos about every topic from race, like things like blackface, grandfather clauses, racism in politics, etc. But the one that I want to highlight today, and I just would urge anyone to go check out her entire page and just follow her, is um, it basically discusses the differences between black pride and white pride. And it's a conversation that she... um, did this reel around because she's seen a spark during Black History Month, which is obviously this month, um, and around why this designation between, like, Black Pride and White Pride exists, um, leading from the question of, like, why isn't there a White History Month, which I'm sure um, a lot of maybe her white followers or just people on Instagram have asked about. Uh, So basically it goes into, like, how White Pride and Black Pride comes across differently in this country. Um, And it's basically because of the way race and culture has developed here. So she discusses the concept of race as a colonial concept to create, like, this hierarchy to groups of people based on their skin color. Um, she gets into basically like the history of our country and the origins of slavery and how when they were forced to come over to the United States, they were stripped of basically all of their traditions. Like they couldn't have their culture, their language, basically everything was stripped from them and they were forced into this like completely new social framework. And because of that, they uh, had to like really begin to develop like their own distinct culture of their own. And a lot of that in part was fueled by like triumph in the face of extreme adversity. Um, and it, she kind of lays it out as like it developed uh, out of the need to overcome horrific circumstances. So it gets into so much more. And all of her videos are about, I would say, like five minutes. So they're really quick, easy things to watch and read if you're on the go. But again, I highly recommend checking that one out um, just because it is February and we are in Black History Month. Um, But her entire Instagram page is so interesting, so educational. And so again, her name is Dara Star Tucker. So that is my resource of the week. And Michelle, if you want to go next. Yeah. So mine, I'm keeping mine short and sweet um, as we are really getting into Black History Month that I'll be posting this like one sheet. So this one sheet reminder slash article, it's just the do's and don'ts of Black History Month. Um, Really kind of focusing on what 
we can do to celebrate what we shouldn't be doing um, really kind of goes into just like quick little tidbits um, how to support black owned businesses, how to really raise awareness, how to celebrate um, and not doing it in a watered down manner and really kind of being sure that we are um, navigating this month uh, insightfully and intentionally at the same time. And so again, uh, the do's and don'ts of Black History Month, and I'll be posting that as like a little one sheet on my resources. Cool. Thank you, Michelle. And now, Gabby, yes. if you have a resource you would like to share, we would love to hear it. Um, the resource that I was going to share with you, because I talked a lot about my therapy and like my journey through therapy, was a book that my therapist recommended to me. And we would actually like work through different sections of it. Um, it's called Attached. And it's about adult attachment styles um, and how that happens from your childhood and how it like translates into your adult life. Um, and I think it's really important to understand like how you were raised and how that impacts you as an adult and how you can be very mindful of it. So that's that's my resource. Cool. Thank you. Tatch, thank you. I actually will say I just um, learned a bit more about I think it's the four different attachment styles. Is that right? The four of them. Um, And yeah, and like you could just take a quiz online too to kind of see your attachment style and like why it is to come. I was very surprised by it, I will say. So I think that's great to share and something that, you know, anyone at any point can look more into. So thank you for that. And then this is the last part, I swear. I know we keep adding on things before we let you go, but this is the fun part. It's your rose and thorn. So basically your rose is going to be your highlight or your favorite moment of your time on Zach's season so far. And then on the flip side, obviously the rose is something messy, awkward, a memory that you like wish maybe didn't happen or was shown. So whatever you want to share your rose and thorn. Um, okay. So my thorn would probably be the, the nickname word vomit, um, that happened. (laughs) It was pretty embarrassing and people are like is this girl unhinged like is she okay (laughs) um so uh probably that would be my thorn but like I said like getting accustomed to like all of the cameras and everything I think that was a thorn in itself um my rose would probably be just like the girls that kept me so grounded when I was struggling in other areas you know those girls like helped boost me up and I'm so grateful for that. Um, and then those conversations that did go well and, and it wasn't me word vomiting, um, and giving Zach nicknames that he didn't want. Um, those were all really positive moments. Good. I love that. Well, Gabby, we are excited to see more of you. It seems like you're finally getting the time, the well-deserved time with Zach. So we can't wait to see where this takes you. Um, and, you know, throughout this journey, it's a lot. I We understand Michelle and I have both been in your shoes. It's, it's a crazy time with social media and just having the world witness you trying to fall in love. So if you ever need anything, any advice to vent, like we are always here for you. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And it's so awesome to meet both of you. I feel like I'm having a little fangirl moment, um, <laughs> but this is super awesome. We were so very excited to so have much. you. Yeah, you're somebody that we wanted. So I'm glad that we Truly. saw you. And I'm sure in a few weeks, we'll either see you at the tell-all or the finale, however far you go. So uh, we look forward <laughs> to meeting to in see. person. Keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, Gabby. All right, Michelle, that was a nice one. She seems so sweet. 
she seems really just sweet and genuine and i love how open she was just about her all that come like all the just different difficulties or obstacles that kind of come with like having adhd and I, I love that she was able to open up about that. And I'm sure there's a lot of viewers that mm-hmm. appreciate her having that candid conversation. So thank you again, yeah. Gabby, for being yeah. so open. Michelle, I agree with you. And I, I I love people who have like put in work and, you know, we've all been through stuff in our pasts. You know, it, 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 there's no way around that. But somebody who recognizes areas where they could do better or learn or just become more self-aware I really appreciate I think it's a conversation that we should always be having and so I'm glad that it sounds like before coming on the show she's went she went through some stuff she like did the work and I like that she can speak on that more so yeah I feel like she I feel like so far like we've talked to some great women and I'm like I say this every week I'm like I think they're gonna go far and I'm always not right so we'll see but I really hope she does <laughs> she seems like a very just genuine real very down-to-earth woman so um thank you gabby for joining us and a big thank you to all of our happy hour listeners we love chatting with you all each and every week and i have to remind you all that new episodes of the bachelor air every monday at 8 7 central on abc or you can also stream it next day on hulu and another reminder casting is now open for men to date our next bachelorette whoever that might be so if you are single or know somebody who is single go to the website to nominate or apply at bachelornation.com apply also, make sure to hit us up on social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. And for you Prime members out there, you can always listen to Bachelor Happy Hour ad-free on Amazon Music. Just download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can also listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. And if you do, before you go, please tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Thank you, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners, and see you next week. Cheers! Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 